astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. I'm really excited about today's topic because I just think this is just so fascinating. Yeah. The stories that I get back when I walk clients through this exercise is mm-hmm. just, you can't make it up. <laughs> no, no. no. You, had, you had a great example this week. I had an amazing uh, yeah, example right. this week. Yeah, you, she was so excited, she actually uh, texted I, me I immediately because it was such a great simple story well and i'm not going to divulge the the details on it but this she went through this change at like a very young age under the age of one yes and she knew what happened yeah who knows what yeah she said what what happened to you around six months and boom bingo major Mm -hmm. story about what was going on in the home life yeah at age six months that she knew fact yeah Um, So basically what we're going to do is we are going to walk you through progressing the sun in your chart. Um, This is pretty technical, so we're going to try to make it, we'll we'll give a lot of examples to show this. Um, Just as kind of a a pre-something is that it's really handy if you know the astrological signs and the order that they're in. Yes, very helpful. So obviously we will be kind of notating them throughout, but if you want to do this exercise on your own, you can just do a quick Google search, astrological signs. It's going to start with Aries. It's going to end with Pisces. So um, that you might just need that as a cheat sheet to walk yourself through this exercise. What this is about is really looking at your life in its entirety. Yes. We're looking at the very, very large idea that if you were born in Aries, Mm -hmm. yes, you're always going to stay in Aries. But at some point... You're going to have a Taurus feel to your life. And then probably midlife to later life, you're going to have a Gemini strong influence in your life. And if you're lucky to live like really a full, full life, you'll then get into cancer. Correct. So that's how the sun progresses. Now, we're not going to go into the technicality of it, except to say we we move it about a degree a year, approximately. Correct. So... Therefore, you're going to spend about, once you're in a new sign, you'll spend 30 years in that sign. Yeah. So we will show you a way, we'll teach you a way just to do it. You can, yes. you can, Without. if you're born in Aries, okay, the first 30 years of your life is Aries. The next 30 years of your life is Taurus. However, if you know the degree that your sun sits at, so you can mm-hmm. find a program online to type this in, just to pull that out. Maybe you already know it always we always suggest book an appointment there's so much self-awareness that can come from understanding just your birth chart even if you're not interested in knowing anything about the future i just want to get some more uh, self-awareness knowing the exact degree that your son was at can walk you through this exercise on a more precise level um and let's just just jump into examples let's start with um elton john if you don't mind Yes, yeah. And I'm going to just walk through this exercise. So he was born at four degrees. He's a four-degree Aries, and that dictates his birthday was March 25th. March 25th is a four-degree Aries, okay? Yep, so if we progress that sun one year, we're going to keep doing that until we get to 30. So that means that at 26, his sun was moving on. 
So again, 26 plus four equals that 30. Hopefully, you know, I know it's very, That's it, can it, be, gets complicated. <laughs> it can be complicated. Okay. But we'll give it some more then. examples. Yeah. At, 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 so age zero birth through age 26, mm-hmm. he was a pure Aries. He was an Aries Aries. But around 26, his son moved into Taurus. Yeah. What do we know about Taurus? Taurus is about seeking stability. Correct. Oftentimes about, I want to make more money. And as his son moved into Taurus at 26, he bought into a studio. He recognized that he was, uh, other people were making a lot more, more money, money off of him, maybe even more than he was at that time. Yep. And he created his own record company from there. Right. So motivated. So I don't know that anyone dialed him up and said, you should do this, Elton. You should buy this studio or create your own studio, whatever the storyline was specifically there. But he just, he was moved to do it. And that's what I'm fascinated by, that there's something within every person. Something is talking to you. This is the moment. I need to buy a studio, not having any idea where his career was going to go from that point. Right, but energetically, he knew he needed to create more stability around himself. Right. So those first 26 years of his life, we don't have a lot of notes on what he was doing, but you know, it could have just been very fast-paced. Solo, probably a lot of solo work, you know. Absolutely. Um, Pioneering work, too. Yeah. Probably was a surprise. Maybe not easy, getting into a lot of first-time situations. Okay, so 26 years old to 55 years old, he was under this Taurus influence. So he created a great amount of stream of income for himself. Yeah. Now having his own recording studio as well, his own record company. Then at 56... Okay, at 56, what was happening? Then his son progressed into Gemini. Ah, okay. 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 Um, And so Gemini rules like the hands, it rules our movement. Yeah, singing, dancing. Yep. Would be two classic things. And guess what he did? He went to uh, Broadway. Yeah. I, you know, I even forgot about that. Right. <laughs> that he, he starred in Billy Elliot, the musical, and um, which was ranked, I mean, I think it was Time Magazine said it was the best musical of the decade. Yeah, he also then got married under that degree, a civil, a civil ceremony under, the, under that degree, um, oh, that yeah. energy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense in astrology. Gemini oftentimes has a lot of sexual uh, connotations to it, uh, where there's some interesting sexual storylines. And so they, they they jumped on it. The moment the Partnership Act and, uh, got passed, they were in on it in 2004. And I think that, that could have been uh, Britain. It could have been, I don't know, that was the U.S., but that was the Britons, I think, when, when it happened for them. Um, but you know, let's go back because that musical was the, was the story of Billy Elliot, was a boy who came from a coal mining family who dreamt of becoming a ballet dancer. Mm-hmm. So, so that's much Gemini. Totally <laughs> Gemini. Uh, his father wanted him to be a boxer and he wanted to be a dancer ballet of all so the idea is there's a storyline i mean even boxer would is very gemini energy yeah, too exactly exactly just the but hand you movement. could take someone's life we just did this in a nutshell here very quickly and we looked because elton started out as an aries at some point his life became more taurus mm-hmm. which was at age 26 and at age 56 it became more gemini yeah it's an interesting i find it more maybe more fascinating in hindsight 
to look at your life and go like, oh my God, that's what that was about. It's very hard when um, I'm talking to clients and they're going through it right now. Yes. Um, We can usually identify what the end cap to the old energy was, but it's hard to see, okay, what is this going to look like? But absolutely, using this in hindsight, going back through your life, it's so easy to see how big of, um, like what the decisions that we were making around that time, what a, a big impact that they made. Yeah. Because when you're in it, you just think, oh, this is that's, just the, ne- way, this is the next way step. Life. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'll just insert a quick story here about myself. When I took my actual chart and did my worked with my actual degrees, uh, I'm a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. And so when I moved into Sagittarius energy, the whole 30 years I spent in, thir- in Sagittarius, I realized I moved 13 times. 13 times in 30 years. Now, if you... That may sound like I was a very unstable person, right. but to be honest, I didn't feel unstable. There were just reasons for a lot of moving about going on during that time period. Now, as I'm standing here in a Capricorn energy, right, and mm-hmm. have been for years already, yep. where I've lived in two places, and probably those could be the that could, that could be all I live in, even through the whole Capricorn uh, mm-hmm. era that's still ahead of me. Yeah, now 89. I look back and go like, oh my God, how unstable. I was in Sagittarius, very mutable sign, moving about. When you moved to Las Vegas from Des Moines, yes. Iowa, yes. under that energy. Yes. Um, and I think you say, when I've heard you talk about it before, say that you felt like you had moved to like a foreign country. Yes. I, this was just a culture shock for me when, when we came in 82. But that, that's just a quick story of me that I look back and now I go, Oh, I wasn't crazy. I thought I was just so flighty. Why, why are we moving? Now we're going here. Now this is happening. You know, you know, you, it makes you feel better. And I do believe by looking at your past and understanding what you were, di- you, what you mm-hmm. were doing or what you were reacting to, that, oh, it was supposed to be. Yeah. No mistakes. This is just the path. Kind of you went sideways a lot during that time period. Yeah. So... Um, I think just what to layer that story, just to give people some ideas of how maybe specific we can get with this is when we looked at Sagittarius and in your chart in the 12th house, mm-hmm. you know, you, I think it's like you moved here and you know, you were in some kind of druggy yeah, neighborhoods. Yes, yes. Um, you were exposed to more mental illness than you had ever been exposed to before. Right. Um, you were studying astrology. So yeah. all of these like behind the curtain type activities and then it was at the close of that 30-year period mm-hmm. that you moved into a much nicer yeah. area. Yeah, much nicer, more stable, more predictable. As you moved into that Capricorn. Yeah. Absolutely. So, again, it's so many days I wondered, why am I here? What yeah. am I doing here, you know, specifically? And just momentary. We all go through that. Yep. You know? So the way that we did yours, so anyone mm-hmm. that's a Scorpio mm-hmm. that's listening you know, at some point, then the, your son goes into Sagittarius um, and then Capricorn just to start walking you through what that step looks like. And again, if you know the exact degree that you were born at, you're going to figure it out until yeah, <laughs> it's till it hits 30 degrees. Yes, exactly. Okay, um, well, let's do another celebrity. Yeah. What about Susan Boyle? Um, yeah. She was on America's Got, or Britain's Got Talent. Britain's Got Talent, very strong, you know, and so she's an Aries also. Now, yeah. she's a different... Um, Degree. Uh, degree. She's an 11 degrees Aries, but it's the same thing. Where uh, and, and that thing that you mentioned earlier that kind of, I'm sure, threw everyone off, astrology is 30 degrees to a sign, only 30 degrees. So that 11, so all of a sudden, oh, she's only going to spend 19 years as an Aries before it hits 30, and then we start over again. So that is a, it's a technical thing that 
Uh, when you I first know. hear it, go, what? Exactly. Okay, so she was an Aries up to age 19. Now, I couldn't find a lot of facts about her. I do know that she did some singing during those times, and uh, but again, I, there was not a lot of heavy detail I can see. But when she turned 20, right, she moved into that Taurus energy. Um, so very similar to um, uh, Elton. Elton's story. And so Taurus, again, getting more serious, providing more stability. She was on uh, Britain's Got Talent. Then she had her first album, I Dreamed a Dream, come out. And I think the key, what key is that is she moved into Taurus at age 20. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until almost the closing years of that Taurus energy guess it would have ended when she was um, in, at, at age 49 or 2010. Yep. It was in the closing years of it that she did the audition for Britain's Got Talent. And we know what happened. She sang I Dreamed a Dream, you know, I, I, I think yeah. well, that was one of her big songs. I, mean, I, I think that was the, the song, song. But anyhow, she uh, had an album that came out, I Dreamed a Dream. I'm sure, though, yeah, if we could get her on the phone, though, and say what happened at 20, (laughs) you know, just because it hasn't been published on the internet. We don't know. We don't know exactly. My point is sometimes when you're in the middle of these long energies, you think, like, what the, you know, what nothing's going on here. Be aware, energy's building, building, building as you go towards the end of the degree. So we were unable to see what happened exactly at age 20, but we can certainly see where she took off. Well, and we talked to the, about these big energies having bookends, what happened when the energy entered and what happened when the energy closed. So there's usually two stories, I think, with these big 30-year degrees, just mm-hmm. because it is such a long energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but even something on the scale of what she did, you're right. It could have just been building to this really big, yeah, <laughs> this yeah, big yeah. moment. And just to clarify that, that story about Susan, that she didn't win Britain's Got Talent. She was in second place. Interesting. And, but still major accomplishment, obviously. And then she went on, and at the closing year, which was 2010, she actually released her second album. So, you know, she did really, really well, particularly in those last two years of being the Taurus. Absolutely. Um, then at age 50, her son progressed into Gemini. Yeah. Something, I love this part of the story. Yeah. Something okay. interesting about Gemini is, you know, they get such a bad rap about can. having duality or two-faced or mm-hmm. yes <laughs> um but we think about gemini is the idea of being able to retell their story mm-hmm. so the idea of maybe no longer associating with family feeling like oh gosh i was told this and that and now you get older and you're able to kind of step back and it's not that there isn't love or appreciation or anything like that but you have to retell your story yeah, you have an you get an you get more opportunity. This is just a general thing about Gemini's. They get opportunities to rewrite their life story. So, and and I, that sounds like, well, what do you mean? Are they making stories up? Are they been lying all along? No, it's like their awareness shifts so significantly that they could be totally into something. Oh my God, I love this sport. This was my life. Was all about this. And then all of a sudden, you you, you know, you, they come back and they say, you know what? That wasn't a good time. I was I was under great pressure, and they realize they see it from a whole different perspective. So that's what throws us sometimes with Gemini's that they they take it all in and they retell their story. But Susan's retelling of her story was profound. Yeah, yeah. So when she was uh, birthed, yes, she was told that she was deprived of oxygen, which 
again, what she was told, then that caused a learning disability. So she went through her entire life thinking that she wasn't as smart or as good, if you will, as other people. Right. As she moved into 50, she learned that that had been a total misdiagnosis and that she was actually, she actually had Asperger's. Yes. Which means that she has an above average IQ. Yeah. Is that amazing to be thinking your whole life? I mean, you know, this, this whole thing of what your parents tell you about yourself and you do believe it. Right. Of course, you know, that's the fact that happened. Oh, sorry. That wasn't just happened. You know, something happened at your birth and this is, you know, it has given you limitations in life. Then to find out, oh my God, this is Asperger's and I have an above average IQ. Right. I, to me, her head just must have blown off when she oh, yeah. got that information. But anyhow, retelling the story. So there she went, when we took another Aries through, oh, then she moved in Taurus, you know, and then she went into Gemini. We did it with Elton John. We did it with Susan Boyle. And we can do it with your chart as well. Absolutely. You know, these stages you're going to go through. Again, they don't happen often. You're no. Only at the max, if you live to be 90, yes, you're going to go from Aries to Taurus to Gemini to Cancer. Yeah. Or we could pick another sign. You start as a oh. Virgo. You're going to go into Libra. You're going to go into Scorpio. And you're going to go into Sagittarius. Yeah. I'll give um, an example of mine. So I was born, obviously, in an Aquarius. <laughs> yes. Um, and 16 degrees Aquarius. So that means at 14, mm-hmm. we're seeing my son shift into Pisces. Right. So again, any Aquarius listening... It's moving into Pisces this is the first move it makes. And at 14, I declared, or I was accepted, I should say, um, into a vocational school of the arts. And at the time, coming from Catholic school, I mean, everyone that I was in class with was graduating on to Bishop Gorman, which was, you know, is the only big Catholic high school here in Las Vegas. And I was probably one of maybe eight kids in the whole class Mm -hmm. that was saying I'm not going on to uh, Bishop Gorman so that was a big Pisces energy Um, coming from Catholic school I was exposed to (laughs) drugs for the first time not that I did them but right I was it was it was a completely different culture and different atmosphere and then of course just being around all the escapism with the arts um, and just yeah you were in technical theater be clear about that it wasn't it was the arts but you were what was going on behind the curtain correct right lighting yeah. sound costumes yeah so um i have not experienced my son moving into aries yet but that would be the next step that will be the next step but she already knows it she already has you already have it in your head you have an idea what year <laughs> is happening and you know aries oh that's now action more action than pisces correct right well yeah be, and your pisces... ambition is going to be more evident Absolutely. So there's an easier way to do this because I know this people, I don't have my chart or I'm a little little overwhelmed about how to do this still. Here's a real simple way. Mm -hmm. Just take your life into 30 year increments. Yep. So zero to 29. Birth to the age of 29. Yep. Then 30 years old to 59 years old. 30 to 59. Then 60 years old to nine. Well, 89. Eight and nine, yeah. Yeah. So, the, again, how does this work that we can do it two different ways? Uh, this is more generic. That's the 
that is the magic of astrology. And I must say, I'm always amazed that, yes, if you don't have a birth time, you don't know that exact degree, you don't know what day you were born. I've had a few people who didn't mm -hmm. know what day they were born. But uh, the idea is that, you know, uh, you can work with the chart on almost any level. Um, but if you think of it that way, so again, I'm going to tell you my life story just based on just a generic level. Okay. Zero to 29, I was a Scorpio, mm -hmm. and I was really into, you know, uh, puzzles, Nancy Drew, all that type of stuff. And at the end of the period, you know, uh, around college time, I got this great financial aid package came into play, so I was able to go off and do my education. Uh, age 30 came and oh, moved out of Scorpio, went into Sagittarius, up to move to Las Vegas. You know, as you mentioned earlier, I thought I'd move into a different country almost. It was so drastic. And at age 60, um, again, uh, that was that we were, had planted ourselves in a very nice situation right at about age 60. And then I was in, interesting. I was diagnosed with uh, osteoporosis, a bone structural uh, not disease, I guess, degeneration, so to speak, of the bones. But again, that's kind of like bad news, but there were a lot of good things going on at that point where my life had a lot of you know, stability came in, interesting, at the same time to be told your bones are falling right, apart. Right. <laughs> but anyhow, that happened. It's just a quick, quick story. Absolutely. But I mean, just the idea, just that there's truth in it, even just looking at the first 30 years, the second 30 years, the last 30 years, so to speak, and starting to see that. So we gave a couple examples about Aries. So let's just say if, if you were born a Taurus. Yeah. Okay. I think they need to then become, learn how to be more flexible. Gemini. As, yep. As they move into that Gemini period. Um, and then it goes into cancer, which would be more of like creating some sort of home. Maybe family. Family. Yep. Um, using that energy for loved ones. It could be, oh, then I started taking care of someone. Mm -hmm. Then I had my first baby. Um, I think my sister-in-law, mm -hmm. as she moved into Capricorn, so Capricorn and Cancer on the same axis, right? She became yeah. a mother under yes, that energy. Yes, We're yes. stepping up. We're taking on more responsibility. And what, what is interesting, if you've caught this yet, you could actually, and like just again, let's take your Taurus example. Taurus may spend more time in Gemini than mm -hmm. an actual Gemini does in their life. Yeah. That sounds odd to say, but if you were an early degree Taurus... Um, excuse me, a late degree Taurus, you know, you're going to have the full 30 years of Gemini coming. Well, and that's what's so fascinating because that's like that client that I talked to the other day. You know, she was born at a 28, 29, so there's not a lot of time before it progresses to that 30. Right. And so you could have just spent maybe one year of your life in the sign that you were actually born in, and then you got a 30-year dose of the next sign. Mm -hmm. If you were born at a zero degree or one degree, so if you're on the beginning of the cusp mm -hmm. of a um, of a sign. So like a 20, 21st birthday, right. 22nd birthday, then you probably get the full 28, 29 years of that sign that you were born in because you were born at a low degree. Right. That's getting very technical. So it, it gets technical, but it's, it's really very simple. I mean, yep. the, the idea is go back to the 30 years and progress and see, and all of a sudden that's the backdrop of your life. Yeah. And then this idea of progression. So you can then say some very general things. We can say, okay, uh, you know, uh, Capricorn, if you're a Capricorn, you know, yes, your first part of your year, life is all about, you know, uh, 
they, they can't lead unless other people want to follow. They have to understand that idea that you have the leader needs followers. Then they understand the idea. They've mastered that. Then they go into okay. Then let's have a cause. Let's, what what am I what am I the mouthpiece of? Because now they've established. I know how to be a leader. Now what are we going to apply that to? So yeah. it's a it's a graduation thing that happens under this en- energy over time. Absolutely. Um, if you're born a Leo. Mm-hmm. Um, then you're going to move into Virgo. Right. So you might need to learn how to be more practical, uh, maybe more detail oriented. Mm-hmm. You know, Leo's, we talk about leading with the heart. And as you move into Virgo, you might think, oh my gosh, I'm leading with my head a little bit more. I'm getting more focused. I'm dialing in on the issues. Yeah. This is like an entertainer, Leo. Okay. Yes. Now having to learn the business, the, the Virgo, the, oh, the, I have the banking, the administrative side of how, how, you know, to facilitate your your business, yeah. You know, so you're still performing maybe, but you're now all of a sudden having to do bookkeeping related to what you do, yeah. And then trying to figure out how to pull in you know other people into what you do, building your audience. Anyhow, it's a it's a it's a very broad way of looking, but it does give some real insight into sometimes these somewhat dramatic shifts that someone can have a lifestyle of a certain point for, you know, almost 30 years and all of a sudden well, they change. They're up and they're moving. They're going in a whole different direction. It's quite amazing. If you've ever had a neighbor for how many years and they say, oh, we're selling, we're moving to Florida. You know, you think, wow, what's going on that they're going to uproot, you know, here and move all the way there. Yeah. I think a lot of, um, in many of my astrology appointments, I'll give them years to go back to to think about, okay, what happened this year? What happened that year? This was the last time you went through that energy. I think there can be a lot of self-awareness that comes from that, just understanding, oh, these are lifetime cycles. You know, and sometimes people have to think about it. Okay, you know, um, but when we go through this exercise, if we go through it on the phone, which I typically only go through it if they're nearing or they just made a shift. I don't walk every client through this exercise, but I'm with you. No, it would only make sense if they're coming near the end of a 30 year energy or approaching the beginning of a new 30 year energy, which would be the same thing. Uh, Yeah. Then you start bringing this topic up. You're absolutely right. I do not bring this up with every client because, uh, well, it's interesting, but it doesn't help them in the moment. Correct. Unless they're just in a really going through a real difficult time period. Sometimes I do look, See, like, well, how long has this been going on? You know, when someone has an issue or problem that's been going on now for a decade, you know, I'm thinking, like, well, what is going on here? Because it colors the 30 years. There's a lot of other stuff going on, absolutely, but it colors uh, the energy. And then, like we did with your chart, oh, you were in a Sagittarius year, which seemed very unstable for you, moving around, all this exposure. Okay, then where does Sagittarius fall in your chart? Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. And then that gives us a whole other layer to to talk about with the client and how maybe they experience it and why you experience it yes. that way versus someone else in a Sagittarius. It still probably sounds very Sagittarius, but why are there different elements to it? I, that's a key point because that what, that's what was missing in that because uh, somebody else could have a fantastic financial, wildly successful Sagittarius era. Traveling a lot, right? Mine was not so prosperous. I would say. I mean, it was. You know, I mean, it was good. Yeah. I wasn't poor. I was. I was paying my bills. Everything was good. But the idea is, um, but it was happening out of my twelfth house. Correct. So I felt like I fell off the earth behind the scenes, and now I'm just moving around a lot. <laughs> yeah. 
absolutely. Well, um, I, that's going to conclude today's talk on the progression of the sun. Uh, we hope that you found this insightful. It's a fascinating topic. Um, so try this with your chart. Either you can do it in the 30-year increments or if you know that degree, um, start doing the math on how to get that number to 30 mm -hmm. to find out at what age did you make that shift. And um, again, if you know the orders, the astrological orders, that absolutely helps just to see where you are progressing. Correct. So thank you so much for listening in today, and we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Okay, take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.